This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank, Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding The Jordan Harbinger Show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukaki, your host. Previously, our heroes, along with their warlord companion, Little Pimpim, had finally brought the evil King Grohl and his master, the Black Spider, to battle. Will they succeed in restoring Little Pimpim to his rightful throne? Will the Goblin Union survive the battle? Will Goblin Jr. finally make a wolf friend out of Jeffrey? Find out next on Dum Dums and Dragons. You're standing directly in front of Grohl, and he goes, I only know one man who would fill a sword hilt with bees. You've come back, little Pim Pim. That's right. I'm back and I'm better than ever. You know, we're not so different, you and I. (laughs) We're both power hungry, and we both love to kick ass. But only one of us is a king. Ooh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) <laughs> but, but though, I will soon be king once again, and you shall be reduced to a pile of nothingness once I punch you with this. You know, I'm going to reach into my explorer's pack and see what comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually gone into my explorer's pack, so let me see. All right. Uh, so I'm going to say you reach in and pull out a fistful of climbing batons, but you use them like Wolverine. <laughs> Oh, so you right. just hold him between your fingers, and you just you can try and punch him right in his dumb face. The more personal touch. So I uh, yeah, just roll an attack. Uh, <laughs> add five. Seventeen. Uh, seventeen will hit. So roll me uh two d four, which are these little guys, and then add five. Ten points of damage. The batons are now in his face. <laughs> oh my god, he's a pincushion. Uh, and I yell, climb him, my lord. <laughs> and, Mount uh, him. I shall do so. And using your uh, your free action, you can reach down and grab a sword if you'd like. Because the goblins I, got it for you. I grab my sword and I close up the hilt. <laughs> now keep in mind, you also have that uh, additional action you can use if you feel so inclined. I swing my sword at, uh, at Grohl. May I recommend you swing it with two hands for extra damage? Yes, Absolutely. 23 total. That will hit. Wow. So, uh, 14. Well, Pim Pim, when you whipped your sword at Grawl at the beginning of the combat, you wanted to decapitate him. But turns out you were just warming up because with a mighty swing, you cleaved the king's head from his shoulders. Take that, Dad! <laughs> <laughs> you can't be a milliner if you don't have a head. <laughs> 
I legitimately start wondering from the back of the room, was Grohl his dad? <laughs> it would explain so much of what I understand about it. So uh, Grohl's body drops to its knees and falls over as the blood sprays over the rejoicing goblin union. I yell over to the union, not done yet, drow. <laughs> Which brings us to... Jeffrey, who, you know, Goblin Jr. is starting to rush up on him, but uh, Grohl falls to the ground, and Jeffrey looks up and goes, Snarf, Snarf? He makes eye contact with you, recognizing his old master. Come on, old friend. Don't you remember who I am? Think. Search your memory. <laughs> Roll me a uh, you know persuasion check, please. Seven. He says, Snarf. Bears his teeth and rushes at you. Oh shit! <laughs> so he's going to uh, to leap at you. He will hit you. He clamps his teeth down on you. Uh, he seems really frustrated about the death of his more recent master. He will deal you seven points of damage. Oh and, fuck! And I need you to roll a uh, strength check, or else you fall prone. Oh! <laughs> Natural one. Uh, Natural one. You're Fall so through the floor. <laughs> you're so uh, you're so astonished that, uh, that your dear companion Jeffrey uh, could turn on you that uh, you you think he's leaping up for an embrace, uh, but instead he's he's leaping for rage. You're knocked prone, which gives you disadvantage on attack rolls uh, and gives other creatures trying to attack you advantage. And as you fall on your critical fail, your mighty pots and panned up body does indeed crush one of the goblin union. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Quinny, my friend, you got to help me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Top of the round um, is Grohl. Blood pumps from his stump. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) Quinny. You're fighting a blind drow. Yeah, I know. Like the opportunity here. When else can I say I stabbed a blind drow? So I wish to strike... The uh, the blind drive with my plus one short sword. 24. Great. That will hit. And because of the blind, do I get advantage? You certainly do. 13 damage. The drow yells something to the effect of like, God damn you, tiny man. Can I Give me back my keys. All right. Uh, see ya. And I, I, I run away. <laughs> Which is double, doubly ironic as she's blind. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll like, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> I really dig in but with my But would you want to be ya? No. Oh, wow. She's she's real hurt by that. Uh, great. So that brings us to her. So she's flailing around. Um, she'll punch to where she thought you were, but obviously you're gone. Cool. I'm running towards uh, big, big little Pim Pim. So she's going to roll to see if she shakes off the blindness, and she has to succeed at a con save. Yeah. Okay. She's still blind, stumbling yeah. around like a dum-dum. The owlbear is uh, starting to get agitated by all the action that's going on. starts ramming its head up against the cage, but the bars hold. Alan. Let's try to deal with this drow and uh, and chuck some magic missiles at her. Oh, thank God. Quinny, I was worried about you for a second. <laughs> I, I know. I, do you know what? We've been through this too many times. I feel real bad <laughs> about Carl. I think in between this and whatever our next adventure is, we should like take you out for target practice. Like, just <laughs> set up but some straw bales. <laughs> The only thing I have to aim with. <laughs> yes, that is uh, exactly it. So I'm throwing uh, five mm-hmm. right at her. Um, okay, so we got two plus three, five plus four plus three. So 17 total? Yep. Yep. So you you proper fuck up that, uh, that draw. Uh, all right, uh, butthole. You're shooting a blind woman. <laughs> the alley story. I, I stabbed her. So. Uh, you're standing over the, uh, the smoking corpse of uh, Garvo. 
and I really want to heal Garvo, but there's like some <laughs> fucked up shit going on in this room. <laughs> Do you run problem. to Garvo and turn around and run back? I'm debating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really debating. <laughs> Long time PC Garvo. I can't fucking. Well, I'd have to send Dave home. I can't He's been do it to him. him. I'd never leave him behind. All right, so I am going to cure wounds on Garvo. I'm going to reach down and, and summon uh, yet again simultaneous fart burp, sinuous uh, winding down the arm, and I yell, "By the power of Moonhammer, return!" Uh, and I heal him, and it, it, knowing he only has seven health points, and I immediately do one d8 plus nine. He's literally fresh as a daisy back to life. <laughs> and and I, I, I like pick him up and put him on his feet. And I'm like, Garvo Thriceborn, you shall join us in this battle. And I give him my shield for him to carry. And he's got his little hammer. And I like unhook it from his belt and give it to him. And I'm just like, stop dying. <laughs> and then I'm going to go over to, uh, to the drow. And okay. I'm like making my move where I'll, I'll smack her down <clears throat> next turn. Two-handed Warhammer style. Which brings us to the Goblin Union who is devastated by the death of Carl, one of their best soup makers. Um, <laughs> and I, yell, I yell at them, focus, boys! <laughs> Look, so Garbo's alive! Two of them manage to swing strikes at uh, Jeffrey. One of them hits and uh, deals Jeffrey five points of damage. So Garvo, uh, Garvo looks around kind of dazed. This is the second time Why he's been resurrected. Why can't I die? He <laughs> 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 says, I must be... Unkillable. And I immediately hear that, ah, oh, fuck. Yep. <laughs> and he raises his tiny hammer to the sky and screams, For the glory of Moonhammer! And then I sort of get over my swears, and I'm like, hey, he's got the right idea. And uh, Garvo rushes the drow. He manages to hit, and he will deal three points of damage. And I, like, look down at him. Give him like one of those respectful nods, like a man-to-man thing. I'm looking for you. He he looks like he's seen some shit. He kind of like looks back with like a frantic eye, but having been resurrected from death twice in a row, he's, he's a little fucked up. Uh, brings us to Lil Pim Pim. You're currently pinned by your dear old friend. Now, you can try and attack him, or you can try and convince him it's you again. I'm going to keep trying to convince him that I'm good. That's me. I sing a song that I used to sing to him back when he was a puppy. What's that song? Oh. Every rose has its thorn. <laughs> Snarf? Roll me a um, persuasion check, please, and uh, let you do it with advantage. With, nope. it, with advantage. So you, you get, get to roll, roll twice. twice. <laughs> that was a one. That would have been great. That was a one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now just roll a one a second time. 14 uh, total. Jeffrey's ears perk up. And he goes, snarfy, snarf, snuff, snarf, snarf. And a tear rolls down his wolfy cheek and he starts licking your face. Oh, thank God. Oh, attack the drow. Snarfity snarf. Uh, so Jeffrey starts off to do that. Um, and uh, you can also uh, stand up if you'd like. I'm going to stand up. <laughs> and, and Goblin Junior will just Goblin falls off your back as you do. <laughs> Goblin Junior will just follow like the new orders. Like he can smell the team shift, so he's just going to follow. <laughs> smell Jeffrey. the team shift, which brings us to Jeffrey. So Jeffrey's going to leap at uh, at the drow, the blind. Uh, what drow. an odd combat this has been. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey will hit uh, and deal four points of damage, and the drow has to pass a saving throw at disadvantage or be knocked prone. And she does not, so she's knocked prone. Bringing us back to the top of the round, Quinny. It's just the drow left, right? The drow and the owlbear uh, in the cage. The increasingly irate owlbear. Okay, I'm going to try to calm things down. I guess I ran away, but I'm, I'm going to run back. I'm going to yell out, uh, you're surrounded 
surrender. Can you roll me either a persuasion or an intimidation check? Total of 20. And we'll say it was intimidation. So I say, surrender, you're surrounded. Or else. (laughs) The other was just persuasion. The or else made it intimidation. Surrender, you're surrounded. Please? That would have been persuasion. (laughs) It snarls, fine. And um, you see it's uh, suddenly like the features of the drow start to like drop away and the creature becomes gently more amorphous. Uh, and it uh, kind of shifts back into kind of a weird, featureless gray. Sorry, it, it like it has facial features, but it's just sort of a flat-faced. Uh, looks like this thing we'll put up on the Instagram. So it's sort of like generic Slenderman-ish oh, okay. yeah, looking, generally human-sized figure. Yeah, oh. like human-sized blank figure, slate uh, humanoid, long, strong arms, um, and just sort yeah. of a, a blank face with uh, eyes, no nose, and a so slit for a mouth. Generic shape changer. Yep. Great. Wearing clothes or had transformed its own clothes? Had transformed its own clothes. So now it's naked. Yes, but it has no genitalia. I'm disappointed when I look. <laughs> <laughs> like, it looks like a Kendall. I immediately look at its butt. Can it poop? More importantly, can it fart? Both things important to me. This might be blasphemy. <laughs> yes, it is a creature. It does need to eat. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Because I was going to get in there and like spread the cheeks. And no, like, I was just oh, glancing. I, I was like, if there's okay. a butt, then I'm good. And I, you guys are lucky because if it had, had no butt, I would have tried to kill it. <laughs> no? I think it would have been immediate, like, end the blasphemy. All right. So I'm going to shackle the shapeshifter. I'm going to shackle it to the side of the throne. So I can't sit in it, but it's sort of like a princess layered, like just to the <laughs> side and like a sexy slave pose. Great. Uh, and then I'm going to, uh, are we still in combat? Because the owlbear is going drop, crazy. We can drop out. The owlbear is pretty irate, but now now that combat has ended, it's less. So. And I'll, I'll say this to, to Queenie <laughs> and uh, Alan and just say, let's give it rations. We don't have to murder it. I say no. Why? <laughs> well, it was trying to break out of the cage, so. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about the shapeshifter. Oh, no, yeah. fuck the shapeshifter. No, I mean, so the, I mean the owlbear. What the fuck? Oh, okay. Because it'll calm the fuck down yeah. if we give it food. That's Do you know what? I, I brought I bought some uh, extra rations. So, um, I don't know what owlbears I'm just going to lay down a little bit of everything. <laughs> so, I mean, it's part bear, so I imagine some jerky it'd be into. The bears yeah, eat garbage. So. You can feed them anything. <laughs> So you lay out your mandarin oh, as, buffet's as, worth of rations. As they're doing that, I do a rapid shackle, and then I go over. Is it possible for me to save the dying on Carl, or is that dude just out? He's, he's done. Ah, well. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, I think that, but I don't oh, act well. that. Because, I mean, we've got, like, like our new our new kingdom, and I, I, I pick up Carl, and I, I walk him over to the Union, and I say, it's, it's the first martyr of your cause. A hero that will always be remembered. Garvo Thriceborn. And Garvo steps forward, uh, and I just pass the body to Garvo right on top of Garvo's shield. And then I take one of the shields from the warlord, and I trade it so I get my shield back. Because <laughs> it, has, it, has, it has that on it. And, and I just say, you know, find him a place of rest within the throne room, and we'll have a, an appropriate funeral afterwards. We shall bury him the way he lived, often in the soup pot making soup. So says the union. Then they say, so say we all. And then they start <laughs> stuffing the body into one of the pots. That They said the stew pot from outside. They can bring it in. Yeah. That's the cauldron. Yeah. I turn to the warlord and I look him in the eye and I say, your majesty, the throne is yours. And I step aside and gesture. And I, I say, thank you very much. And I walk to the throne and I sit down on it. Don't very much like the fit of the chair. So I just stand up. <laughs> But I'm lingering around the throne to maintain the illusion of ceremony. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think we should interrogate the shape changer now. Yeah. Oh, Does anyone else remember who we're here for? Okay. So, oh, right. quick. so I would say we, we sort of got three questions and, and we can like dick around with these, but I'm telling you, if you do a good job, you could, maybe we could put in a word for you. Uh, if you don't help us out, I think the union's going to vote on your fate. And right now they're jamming a dead guy in a pot. So I don't know what kind of justice you're going to get. Roman intimidation check. <laughs> 17. The creature is intimidated. Question one. Where's the fucking dwarf? By the power of Moonhammer. He's got, he had cool boots when he got here. And if you took those boots, so help me fucking God, I want them to. <laughs> Maybe they know his name. Throw his name, the name is out Gundren there. Rockseeker. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's who it is. Grunter. <laughs> yes, I searched your mind and saw you were looking for a grunter. Guys, I think we might need to murder this guy. Shit. Okay, okay, okay. Great. Where is he? He's downstairs, or at least what's left of him is. Is he alive? Well, What's left have to of him? Wait and see now, won't you? No, I'm asking you right now. This is pretty easy. This is sort of like a give and take thing. You're shackled to a chair. We could feed you to an owl bear. There's a lot of options on how this goes. Well, he was alive when I left him. How long ago did you leave him? Oh, a while. Roughly about as long as it would take to make a cake. Oh, he's probably fine then. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> Shrug off the anybody, responsibility of that one. Is there anybody <laughs> else? Is there anybody else in this castle who'd fight us? Like, are there any other guards or any of that crap? Oh yes. Where? It's a castle full of hobgoblins. What did you expect? You think someone built a castle and just had a kitchen? Okay, much too aloof for my liking. Yeah, I'm not crazy about how this is going, guys. All right. Why the fuck did you look like the, the black spider? The black spider isn't a woman. He merely prefers his servants to take on the look of the drow. So what do all the non-shapeshifters do? Look like dead goblins, mostly. So what, what's the black spider then? Listen, just I don't want to ask a lot of questions. I want you to give me what I want to know. Tell me about the fucking black spider, dick. <laughs> yeah, give it's not being cryptic. <laughs> we can kill you right now. Did you know that? Listen, I will sit here and question you for hours, and that will be painful for all of us. Well, especially for your friend Gunter, was it, who I believe may be eaten by the ravenous dead right now. As okay, you honest to, to Christ, I'm going to chop your fucking leg off if you don't answer this question. Where's downstairs? She nods at the door in the corner. I'm heading over to the door. You guys can carry on. I'm just, I'm going to get us started going down that. All right. Wait, maybe we should test to see if that door is trapped. That's also Quinny's job, though. He's he's good at that. Oh, okay. Continue. (laughs) I'm going to say, I'm going to say this right now. I never thought I would say this in all of my life, Shape Changer. You can read people's minds. So you're the one person I don't have to intimidate with this. Alan, I'd say ask about two, three questions. And if you got any problems... Solve it however you think is totally reasonable. And then I just walk <laughs> over to the door with Quinny. <laughs> just whatever makes sense to you. Oh, what do we want to know? Black spider. What the fuck's going on with... And, and then I turn to the warlord and say, obviously we got a lot of hobgoblins, but they know you, and you were in charge before this. I bet we chop Grohl's head off, and we march around with it on a stick, and it's you can already show it to people if they off. fuck with us. Yeah, and I could, go, I could go in and say, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Hello, I am Bernard Sherbert, the survivalist Rupert from Dum Dums and Dragons, and I am here to help you survive the boredom of day-to-day life by helping to engage in the wonderful storytelling, whimsy, comedy, and occasional tragedy of the Dum Dums and Dragons adventures. If you would like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that is D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, and you can join for as little as $1 a month, which will gain access to our Patreon-only Discord, where you can hang out with other people who have also listened to the things you have listened to and seen the things you have seen and thus can describe them with you. Or, at higher levels, you can get ad-free feeds where you can avoid ads like this one. Or, alternatively, at even higher levels, you can add an NPC name like Bourbon Gerbert was. Or, you can add your own NPC that you build at the highest level and get your name in the credits. Name in the credits. Name in the credits. Sorry, I had to say that three times because it is very, very, very cool. This has been Bourbon Sherbert, encouraging you to go join patreon.com slash dumdumdice. See you in the future. Bleep bloop. Perfect. So I take Grohl's Morningstar and I take Grohl's severed head and jam it on the Morningstar so like he could hit someone with the head and kill them and I give it to uh, the warlord. And we go with Quinny to check out the door and then we're leaving Alan to just fucking finish this. Okay. It's the Alan show now. All right. I don't have a lot of experience casting these spells. <laughs> but you also know happen. that whenever I try, shit goes down, <laughs> people die. So I could try to beat you around a little bit, injure you up a little bit, you know, get you to talk through pain. I can't promise you're not going to die immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so just tell me, you know, all everything I'm saying is true. What the fuck is the deal with the black spider? The creature explains that the black spider has a huge interest in uh, discovering the location of the Wave Echo Cavern and possibly recovering some of the magic weapons that were forged there and possibly even reopening the forge for his own nefarious purposes. Uh, as you've discovered, the Black Spider's gang tends to be a sort of a mishmash of other lesser groups. So he's hoping that he'll have an advantage over other gangs in the area if he's able to start equipping all of his men with higher-powered magic weapons, armors, etc. However, the location of the mine was lost, and the only way to uh, reobtain it was through the map that uh, Gundren was carrying. Uh, and so he has sent uh, express orders uh, to retrieve the map and send it to him. Uh, where Yarno failed, it seems Grohl has succeeded. The wizard Yarno, right? Yep. Yeah. The guy we murdered. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the guy that Nothic murdered, technically. Yeah, yeah. You and I are just beating the fuck out of him in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> But none of us are hearing this, so well, I'm no. assuming Alan might relay it afterwards, Most but likely. we'll cover that. So the Black Spider has discovered the location uh, through the use of Gundren's map and now seeks to extract the uh, the lost items within. However, the shapeshifter tells you there he's run into um, an alarming amount of undead 
haunting the halls of the uh, the cavern, and it's been a uh, his progress has been slowed quite considerably. You feel something kind of tickle the inside of your mind, and you can feel that the shapeshifter is sort of messing with your head a little bit, and says, "Now I offer you this in exchange: you let me go." You shall never see me again. I shall not return to the Black Spider. But perhaps I can help you with your witch bolt problem. That is one of your greatest fears, is it not, Alan? Destroying your friends with your own magic? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Set me free and I can help you. Help me and I'll set you free. (laughs) I've seen how many faces you've melted, my friend. I will do nothing until these shackles are off. But you have my word that I will teach you. You can roll an insight check to see. Yeah. Uh, rolled a seven. So you're unsure. I don't trust you. You're and I, I trust my ability to uh, do the study and uh, improve my witch bolt on my own. Mm. I don't fucking need you. Uh, so I'm going to acid splash him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, Alan. <laughs> you throw acid upon the uh, chained up doppelganger and as it starts you know, hurling insults at you, at you, you just keep splashing it. Again and again and again. And I'm not okay with torturing prisoners, but this guy was in my mind. So I just I just turn and look at the door and like ignore it. Like I'm, I start yeah. singing a song to myself. Or, Do you hear the <laughs> Like it's one of those where you're like trying to get rid of hearing like your abusive dad in the other room. So you're like singing a song about Disney Jesus. to yourself. Like I'm just well, like so happy for the goblins and so horrible. You're splashing a person to death with acid who's tied to a throne right now. It's a dark moment. And with its uh, final thought inside your head, you hear... Ah. Like father, like daughter. And then the creature dies. Fuck. So, the door. So, I know this is just Ryan talking, but man, dad issues the show. (laughs) Am I right? Maybe that should be the (laughs) t-shirt. What did he say? Is it something that we all should share (laughs) emotionally? Um, so yeah, there was no way that, that he was going to let in any of us go. Like he was going to fuck us up guys. We, okay. We had no choice. Do you know what I believe? So, you I'm, gonna, so I'm going to relate to them about the way of echo cavern, uh, cavern and the black spiders gotten there having some issues with the undead. Okay. Um, okay. We have got the map from Gundren. We've got a skull mace, so we should go get uh, grunter. Yeah. The union's doing their, uh, pot burial. So they're busy. Garvo, you, you, you keep, keep as, they, as they, they take the pot, they're like, we dreamed a dream. His name was Carl. <laughs> <laughs> when Carl died, he went somewhere better. <laughs> Moon, have me praised. Jesus. Garvo will never die. <laughs> <laughs> all of them win an Oscar inexplicably. Um, all right. So um, it came true. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Clap if you believe in Garvo. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to check out this door. Cool. So uh, the door doesn't appear to be trapped. Uh, it was, you know, behind Grawl and a bunch of hobgoblins. They thought it was pretty secure. Hmm. I All kick right. open the door. Yeah, let's head down. It leads to a uh, staircase that leads sort of down into uh, an old dungeon area. Uh, you can see it's very ill-kept. The light down here is very poor. There's one sort of flickering torch against the wall. And uh, chained up against a wall, you see a, a heavily beaten and injured body over in the corner. Anyone else in the dungeon? No, just the one. Okay. I will run up to him. And, and how far? How you far see th- some absolutely spectacular boots. It's the finest boots. Is he wearing seen. them? He is. Oh, guys, I'm like, it's him. It's Boots. <laughs> like, hey, Boots, it's you're going to be okay, boots. boots. Stay focused. <laughs> hey, 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 Grunter, Grunter. He's G- sort of like G-Dog. groggily, groggily wakes up. Goblin Jr., uh, lick him, it's got antiseptic qualities. Uh, and I, uh, You're a cleric. Just, just give me a second, okay? 
And I uh, I rest my hand on him. How, how fucked up is he? Is he like bad? Yeah, I mean he's not like on the verge of death, but yeah, he's they've clearly okay. been tortured. I'm gonna cast cure wounds at the highest level. Eighteen Ooh. health healed. And I'm like Quinny shackles. Yep, Great. I'm on it. So you uh, you very easily uh, unshackle him, and he's uh, he's extraordinarily grateful and surprised to see the people he hired to help escort uh, a caravan uh, having come to his aid. He desperately needs your help to get back to Fandolin. He's desperate to find out what's become of his other two brothers. Um, the black spider in the interrogations, they mentioned the black spider had come upon two more dwarves. So he's very worried about what's happened to the other rock seekers. But uh, even though his map is gone, he committed enough of it to memory that he can lead you to the Wave Echo Cavern. All right. Meanwhile, upstairs, the king has returned. So Grohl declared himself king after deposing you, but now you have deposed Grohl. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to declare yourself king of the... Uh, I declare myself the king of this castle and the uh, return and forever king of the goblins and orcs and so forth. Excellent. <laughs> awesome. New so we, we, when we bring uh, Gundren upstairs, we're just like, all right, uh, we'd like to negotiate with the king. And I would suggest that the union elect a president to negotiate with the king uh, for an ongoing basis after after this. So I'm like, king. We we don't want any of your kingdom. I don't think we don't we don't want to take the castle. That's not really our interest. No, so good, absolutely, agreed. Quinny walks over actually to the union guys and asks like, "Hey, where you guys keep the loot? Loot? Yeah, yeah, from like conquests and raids and stuff." They like look at the pots as if the pots are the best loot they've got. Shiny stuff, guys. Shiny stuff. Uh, while this is going on, I'm I'm negotiating with the king and I'm saying I understand that there's been some treasure probably claimed by Grohl over this time, payments and such. Perhaps we split that in half, half to you, half to the band. We want you to be able to make sure your negotiations with the union go well. You got upkeep fees. I mean, I understand the business half. as a mercenary. Skew me. Well, we could argue <laughs> you want that half of my treasure. I would say half of the treasure. How about this? I give you each seven gold pieces. <laughs> I paid Garvo five for delivering a cake. <laughs> you want to play hardball? I'm ready to play fucking hardball. <laughs> okay, fine. I give you each twenty golden pieces. Uh, no, that's like a that's like five nights in a decent hotel. Like we actually know the the economy here, uh, my lord. Okay. <laughs> Final offer. I give you guys fifty gold pieces each. Uh, I'm gonna circle back around because listen, I think we've had a really positive adventure. You drowned Quinny. I think the union might side with us if this thing goes bad. I'd say uh, half. Sounds really reasonable. So I'd say shake hands. You walk away with half. We're not splitting it four ways, and there's four of us. So I'd say half for you, half for us. Castle stays. We'll make sure the union are nice to you. And how, how about if you ever have any trouble with anyone trying to overthrow you again, mm-hmm. you can call on us, and we'll be there to help you out. And I would say we'll throw in a bonus. If we bump into any goblin bands anywhere who seem a little bit leaderless, we'll send them to the castle to come join your people. Oh, that's a good idea. I could annex them into my own army and uh, have a bigger, fuller band. Well, then, you know what? You convinced me. You can have half of my gold. Just don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, you realize that uh, Grohl's been spending most of his money uh, on the war effort, so half of all of the gold 
is in fact only 60 gold pieces each. <laughs> Do you know what? That's still more than 50. I feel like this is a win. Yeah. Also, uh, I, I guess we can just sort of like generally search the castle to see if there's anything else, even if it's like armory or weapons or well, anything that would be of use to us. Uh, yeah, you you can, but only by permission of the king. I mean, you've, you've restored the castle to uh, little Pim Pim, and also there's still like there's goblins and there's hobgoblins and stuff. Oh, yeah. Are, he said we could have half the treasure, so we can search the castle for treasure. Okay. You find a bunch of armed goblins and hobgoblins who don't really have anything worth taking. <laughs> They're doing well. Follow-up question. Uh, does the castle have a temple anywhere in it or like a cathedral-style space? It does. And the goblins are very hesitant to let you into it. Nice. I look in. Do I, like, what god are they like worshiping? They, like, they, they, like, they're standing in front of the door, like, not letting you in. I go and get Garvo, and I bring him down, and I say, Garvo, I don't know who you're praising in there, but who's the goddess that saved your life twice? Who made you immortal? Garvo looks at the two goblins and says, Make way for Moonhammer! Boots open the door. Inside, uh, you find a large shrine that would have been to Ogma, but has been horribly desecrated, and the goblin deity has been put up in its place. Oh, what the fuck? Okay, so I turn to... <laughs> wait, wait! I show up at the doorway. All right, everybody, everybody shows up. <laughs> Is something upsetting you, Alan? Look, I'm not the most pious person. But I have to respect my patron goddess, Okma. The goddess of knowledge, following her path, has led me to the knowledge that has helped us on this quest. I knew that somewhere there was a desecrated altar, desecrated by goblins for years, that used to be a magnificent gathering place of fellow followers of Okma. And I believe, butthole, I may be wrong, Though I believe you would like this to be converted to a shrine to the goddess of Moonhammer. I think we could find a pretty easy middle ground on this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to battle. I, like, Moonhammer isn't the, like, fuck other gods god. That's way more like a god of war thing. That guy's an asshole. Well, I'm sorry, but now that I'm the orc and goblin king once again, I cannot allow that. And I clap my hands. And a couple hobgoblin guards... Sees you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I don't know why we got arrested for a conversation. I got some follow-up questions. A, your majesty, all due respect, this is the goblin god. You're an orc, right? You have your own god. Why isn't the orc god in here? Uh, yeah, good question. <laughs> <laughs> Upon flipping up your eye patch, you realize that, wait a minute, no, this, this, it's true. Although, you know, orcs also respect the, the goblin god, kind of a, it's an umbrella god. There's... It is a distinctly goblin-y shrine. Now, that'll probably keep the union happy. But uh, after a, a tense standoff, uh, you guys come to an agreement that because of your love of reading and also your patrons, the gnomes, Simon and Schuster, might be a little pissed off if the book shrine was, uh, was destroyed. You agree to allow Alan to rebuild a small shrine off to one side. Uh, Garvo is going to set about building a tiny shrine to Moonhammer. And they're going to add some, uh, some extra stuff on top of the goblin shrine to help represent the orcish gods that you dig. And thus, you've created a tiny interfaith center in the home of your new kingdom. And the union's yep. freshly formed diversity committee is just really pumped. About <laughs> because you know who learned a valuable lesson about tolerance over the course of his adventure? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I think Ogma would like this. <laughs> and I turn to the rest of the band and go, see, wasn't this worth spending 700 gold pieces to buy a donkey? 
so um, you uh, you spend the night in a night of, of revels and, and excitement in the castle. Uh, you know, the people didn't really like King Grohl. He was a bit of an asshole. Uh, they're happy to see that uh, little Pim Pim's back. And uh, the next morning... Ooh, can, um, I, can I, um, because I'm now at a... A shrine to Ogma. I would also. I would just like to uh, take the opportunity to to learn my uh, the spells that are on the scrolls. You I may have. learn those now. So yes. fireball nice. and charm person. And I hold the first ever mass of Moonhammer, which is also a funeral service for Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. They, they bring the cauldron into the, like a like a large group lavatory slash bathroom. Like it's like the gym stall, but it has the most toilets in it. So so I send the goblins into the toilets, uh, and, and we hold the the cauldron in the middle of the room. And and I just uh, say fart fart the song of your people, uh, and I use I use thaumaturgy to help the ones who can't actually fart, so they think they're farting. So they're just hearing farts coming out of everybody's butts, and it's creating like a it's it's a <laughs> it's a farted version of the opera song Nessun Dorma, um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just ringing out beautifully. Uh, and I give a speech about its strength and joy, and how Carl was a source of both of those things. And how every uh, cake can be a method of freeing yourself from tyranny. And how Carl died for that. And then I name Garvo at the end of it as their new priest of Moonhammer. Uh, and and I, I, I make him a little shield out of one of the other pots. And I like bang it into a shield shape with a symbol on it. And I give him one of the hammers. And then I go to the two dead hobgoblins and I craft him like a, a, little, a little robe out of their clothes. And uh, just as you're finishing your ceremony, uh, you hear the sounds of something being dragged. And at the very end, one very beleaguered goblin drags a sack full of dead goblins in from the sleeping chamber. He says he asks, he presents his hand to Garvo, and Garvo hands him the painting that he's been carrying around. And they put it up over the memorial for the dead artist goblin, who's now armless and ringless. And they drag the bot the bag full of bodies and go, Will you do the same for them? Yep, and we do. Uh, we give I give the same speech and then and then I, so I do like two more and then there's one where it's sort of like as like an apprentice priest I let Garvo start to run it but I like come in like the driving instructor where I like hit the brakes to keep it going and then the fourth one I hand it over to Garvo to do like the funeral and then he's like killing it I'm super proud of him and then at the end he's like so let us bury them as we should and all the goblins just start chopping up the bodies and jamming the parts down the toilets and I'm real uncomfortable because that was not part of the deal but I'm like do you know what this is finding its own way for goblins so I'm like cool and then I just sort of sidle out of the room and leave them with their new priest of Moonhammer. Great. So while all of this is happening, uh, up on the, the top of one of the ruined battlements, uh, overlooking uh, the glowing embers of the forest fire that still rages. <laughs> Guys, I'm really worried sweet, about our mule. distraction uh, fire. <laughs> I, we left our mule in the forest. It's burning uh, down. <laughs> Quinny Brown Barrel and King Little Pim Pim share a pint of ale. And realize that maybe some seeds of friendship have grown, and to solidify it, they sing the long-awaited remix <laughs> of their friendship song, which now goes like this. And I would say we'll start because it's the opposite, so it's got to be reversed. Drop we'll start with Lil beat. Pim Pim having the beat. Well, my name is Quinny, and I'm here to say that I'm not your dad, so please don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we reversed. I'm little Pim Pim, and I'm gonna be your friend. We're gonna get along until the very end. So don't you worry about violence. I'm gonna play instead some violence. 
<laughs> and then there, he, he plays a spectacular violin solo. And similar to how Mudbutt could summon Richard with uh, with his flute, all of a sudden, Jeffrey comes running up the stairs and is like, Snarf? As in, like, you called? Oh, uh, hi, Jeffrey. <laughs> snarf. Um, nope, didn't call. You can go back. <laughs> snarf, snarf. And Jeffrey goes back to hang out with Goblin Jr., <laughs> where they're telling stories of epic wolves long ago. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-A-H. ZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Oh, Martha, look, the new season is coming. Get the snacks ready. Okay, okay. In a dangerous new world. While we can see the helicopters coming in, it looks like the teams are arriving for this season of Soul Survivor. Live action role players will fight. I'm Sequoia. Just go. I'm Myrna. Grant checking in. We agreed to just call me Sky. Name's Dale. I'm Cole. Hannah. To Bill. Grab okay, get feathers. I need the we feathers for my arrows. Sequoia, maybe you need to grab some things. To outsmart. <gasps> oh my god. Wow. Well, look for us. Not again. To survive. No, don't, no, no. Facing Fate, Black Knight, available at FacingFate.com and on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts beginning June 14th. I don't know if I want to live anymore. I just want it to end. A Dumb Dragons production.